Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, hello. Wow, it has been a minute since I recorded a podcast. And I want to catch you all up on my life. I'm actually doing this recording not on my nice little microphone at home, but I'm at a park sitting with my back against a tree, this beautiful, lovely tree. And um, I thought this was the perfect setting for me to be really grounded and in alignment. You know, I'm all about the alignment right now. I'm all about doing what feels good and not necessarily what looks perfect or sounds perfect. (laughs) So because I think that perfection, um, you know, is maybe something that we're all healing from in this period of time that we are going within and, you know, adjusting to the continuous changes that are happening in the world and in our personal lives. Um, so, and also it just feels really good to have this tree supporting me right now. It's a lovely feeling. So, uh, I want to catch you up on my life. Um, and you know, also just be aware you, hopefully it sounds really nice and peaceful in the background, but you might also be hearing, you know, people, um, moving around and I don't know what else, what other noises you'll hear. (laughs) So... Um, anyway, so a catch up on my life. I was living in New Mexico. I was living in Santa Fe, New Mexico, um, at the last recording, the last podcast recording, which I don't even remember what the subject matter was on my last podcast. It's been months and, um, oh, it was an interview. Uh, so I did a series of interviews. I have another interview coming up next week. I'm so excited about it or maybe I'll post it the week after, but um, I have some good interviews coming up. And so I was living in New Mexico. I was um, sort of like hunkering down with Wind, who's my twin flame and also my ex-husband. And we were there, you know, living in the same uh, tiny one bedroom. And it was such a good time, honestly. It was really, really nice. And then kind of out of nowhere, Uh, wind also channels and you know so we take turns and we channel for each other and it's really really helpful to get that clear guidance um, from another person and you know to be able to lean on each other and have that support and so wind was channeling and out of nowhere he said you know you can move right and up until that point I didn't even consider it I wasn't even thinking about it. I thought Santa Fe is my home and truly I have never lived in a place where I feel more at home than Santa Fe. It's, it really resonates with me. So he out of the blue says, you know, you can move. And I, in that moment felt like, oh, okay. Um, interesting, (laughs) you know, And then almost immediately after that, you know, as he's bringing through more information, um, 
it, you know, basically you might want to move. It might help you. It might do some things for you. And I started to, in my mind's eye, remember a part of my book tour two years ago where I was driving through Kansas and I stopped in Kansas City to see a friend. And we had like breakfast, that's about it. I had another stop right before that that was actually in Kansas. Um, so Kansas City is in both Kansas and Missouri. It's a border city. It crosses both borders. Um, so I had a book reading and signing the night before in a little town called Salina, Kansas. And it was a really magical stop on my book tour. It was very small. I think there were a total of five people in the audience. But it was really just powerful and beautiful. And, um, and something about that lit up as he was channeling. And so he comes out of this channeled space and we started talking and I said, you know where I want to go is actually Kansas City. <laughs> That's where I feel kind of like this sense of sunshine. And, he's, and he said, you know, it's interesting because in my channeled space, he had named a couple different cities, basically Midwest or um, Central U.S. and places like St. Louis or uh, uh, Nashville, things like that. And he said, you know what, in my channeled space, Kansas City was the place that came through the strongest, but I didn't say it because I didn't want to influence you. And so it was really cool because um, then I started preparing to move. I thought I can live anywhere, why not? And I started researching um, just a little bit. And Wind and I went on a road trip. He visited his family. He got some stuff out of storage. And we drove through Kansas City. And I'll tell you that, um, I don't know, something had, I'd gotten into kind of a bad mood. So when we were driving through on this road trip, I was just hopefully like saying, please let this road trip bring me out of this bad mood. Because I'd gotten a little funky with all of the shutdown and just, you know, processing a lot. So we make it through Kansas City, and I didn't really feel anything, and I was kind of disappointed. Um, but it was because I was in a bad mood, which really relates to what I'm going to say today, um, you know, in a little bit. But So we passed through, and by the end of it, I thought, you know what, this is a really nice city. Um, we spent a full day here. We came to this park that I'm sitting in right now, and we just kind of explored a little bit. Um, and it really is a beautiful city. So long story short, I did nail it down. I said I wanted to move here. I started preparing. Certain things in my life really shifted over the past couple of months, and I'm going to be brief with it. But essentially, the message that I got for moving here was it's going to help me know that I'm safe everywhere I go. It's going to help me see very clearly that I'm safe everywhere I go. And honestly, before I took the dive, before I moved here, when I was still in Santa Fe and I got that message, I thought, this is going to be so easy. I already know that I'm safe everywhere. I already feel that. I feel totally confident. I feel cared for by the universe. I feel completely carried. And then when I actually moved here, I got, just before I moved, um, I had a pretty intense falling out with someone who I wanted to date. Um, before the falling out, when we, you know, there was this whole thing, we actually were able to connect. We were really expressing deep feelings of love for each other. 
and something in my heart opened so big. It was one of those metaphysical, mystical experiences where I remember lying on my bed and for about an hour, my heart felt like it was blossoming open, just petals and petals and petals opening like a flower. And I understood that analogy of a chakra being a flower blooming because my heart completely opened. Um, But again, you know, within a couple days we had a falling out and it was really, it was so incredibly painful. In fact, even just talking about it right now makes me realize there's still just a little bit of that pain in me that I want to do some clearing on because it was so painful to have that falling out after that heart opening. And then what happened was I moved. I moved within a few days of that falling out or maybe a week. And so it was just one thing after another. Uh, The universe really delivered this big shock to my system and I ended up getting sick. Um, I, I got really sick. It wasn't, you know, COVID or anything. It was, um, a habit that my body has. A lot of people call this autoimmune. I call it a habit that my body has that I'm unlearning because I understand where it came from. But anyway, I got a lot of eczema. Um, and that might sound minor to people who haven't had eczema, but it was at the point where I thought, you know, um, I just couldn't live like that. Um, It lasted for about a month after I moved to Kansas City because I got here and even though I had the support of incredible friends helping me move and everything like that, um, what got triggered in that initial falling out with my friend was this deep feeling of not being safe, of not being allowed to be bright and shiny, which is the root of the health stuff that I go through, Um, feeling like I hurt people when... I express my spiritual self, feeling like I hurt people when I'm shiny. And so that's what got activated. And then from there, I moved here to Kansas City and I felt completely uprooted, very unsafe. My body was, no matter what I did, it just seemed to continuously um, break out and, and just, I was having so many problems. And I never have asthma. This is something that I had when I was a child and sometimes in my adult Uh, years, but it really hasn't been that bad. And I was having such bad asthma um, because I moved into an apartment building and one of my neighbors was smoking cigarettes and it came into my house through my vent system. So it was all of these things making me feel so unsafe. And I had such bad asthma that I actually felt like I needed to go to the hospital. I was waking up all night. It was really scary and it was affecting me definitely at the root chakra. It was definitely affecting me in the sense that I did not feel safe in Kansas City. I didn't feel safe in my body. Um, I would, my neighborhood felt very foreign. I would go for walks and, um, you know, something that doesn't happen in Santa Fe is I could wear, you know, like a bra top and super short shorts and go for a jog anywhere in the city and I wouldn't be harassed. Maybe that's my energy or maybe that's the way that the city is. Uh, But I had gotten used to that. And here in Kansas City, people honk, people slow down and offer me rides. It really felt scary to me. It felt unsafe. Um, I'm in a place now, I will tell you, where I'm fine. 
I feel so good. I feel safe. I walk with confidence. I'm still dealing with the fact that, you know, I do want to wear like overalls and a bonnet everywhere I go so that nobody looks at me and objectifies my body so that I feel safe in that way. But I'm getting through that too. Um, and pretty, you know, there's been a couple times where I've let myself go out and wear the shorty shorts and just say, you know what? I'm going to let my energy feel safe and therefore I'm going to draw in these circumstances and it's worked. So it's still something that I'm working on. Um, so I tell you that whole story one to kind of set the stage for what I'm talking about. And two, just because I wanted to catch you all up on my life. I'm now here in Kansas city. I've made a few friends. It is a lovely, lovely city. I really enjoy it. I definitely miss my people um, back in Santa Fe. I do miss a lot of sort of the, the feelings of steadiness, but also I feel so happy that I took that leap and that I grew and expanded in the way that I was being guided to. So now let's dive into the subject. Um, the reason that I'm talking about this today is because last week, I had it on my schedule that I was gonna open registration for a new course on Monday. And I did, you know, sort of like a, a free class to, to talk about it and things like that. And I was really excited, but there was something off. There was something that wasn't connecting. And I found myself really kind of sort of pile driving into it, right? Forcing the energy, forcing, um, feeling out of alignment with it. And so I wanted to do this podcast today because what I ended up doing was just not launching it. <laughs> I just, I didn't open registration and I had told, uh, you know, a handful of people, okay, get ready. I'm going to open the doors. And old me would have felt sort of, mm, I don't know. I would have put some pressure on myself. I would have said, you know, you told people that you were going to do this. You need to follow through. Uh, I would have worried, what's this going to look like? You know, is this going to make me look inconsistent? Um, and different things like that. And me now, who I am now, uh, is someone who values alignment over anything. And I value that alignment so much that I'm willing to just move my life around to accommodate my inner alignment. So that's what I did. So I'm actually going to open registration on a renovated uh, course next week. And I totally changed the energy around it. I changed what I'm teaching. Um, mostly I changed the energy. Mostly I changed what I, how I wanted to offer this. And, and it feels so much better. So the new course is called Ecstatic Playground. Um, before the course was all about doing shadow work and I channeled when I was like, Oh, I feel out of alignment. What's up? So I channeled and my guides were like, Allison, stop talking about the problems. You're not there anymore. You're not a problem solver. You're not a fixer. That's not your job anymore. You're here to teach people how to play. And in my mind, I'm like, but how are people going to understand that? That's not... Um, the way that we do it now, you know, that's not how we market. We don't do this, you know, like kumbaya sort of thing. But the reality is that alignment matters more than anything. And so I only want to offer something that I feel really like happy about <laughs> because I'm not in problem solving mode anymore. I don't believe that we need to focus on shadow work. It's actually uh, counterproductive. 
if we are always focusing on a problem because we will always create more problems. I say this in my book, The Era of the True Creator. When we focus on the problem, in quantum reality, we are going to create more problems and more problems and more problems. So long story short, shadow work comes up as you raise your frequency. It happens naturally. You're not going to be able to escape it if you are raising your frequency. So that's a gift because it's going to come up. It's going to be in your face and you're going to deal with it. But it's going to happen simultaneous to your expansion. And that's the truth of it. It's not going to happen because you need to fix something because we don't. Our nature is whole. We are whole, complete beings always. In fact, there is no such thing as wrong. There's really not. In fact, there's no such thing as right either. There's alignment or there's out of alignment. And that's as basic as it gets. And in fact, we can even look at it further and say everything is in alignment because everything is. Everything totally exists. So I know that a lot of what I just said in that last sentence might be might be a lot. If you have any questions about that, please get in touch with me. I absolutely love to help people through this part of their life because one of the big concepts that was dropped into my lap as I was writing my first book, The Era of the True Creator, is that shadow work ends. It, it ends, you guys. We don't do shadow work forever. We don't, our, our life purpose is not shadow work, I promise you. Our life purpose is to play, to expand, to be, to exist, and we want to have fun, right? We want to have fun, and we don't want to spiritually bypass. Now, that's a term that's thrown around a lot, and so a lot of people think, oh, I need to do a lot of shadow work. Um, Yeah, you probably will need to do a lot of shadow work, you know? But shadow work is really just anything that takes you away from your true nature, Um, and taking care of anything that takes away from your true nature. So what is your true nature? It's love. It's, it's the great I am. It's just pure existence. So if you're not, not feeling able to be present in the moment, to be in pure existence, then the stuff that's standing in the way of that, that's shadow work. And that's as simple as it gets, right? So then we move on from shadow work to a sort of daily maintenance, right? We take care of those big stuck energy, um, you know, stuck points in our life. A lot of us have a dark night of the soul. We get through that. And then guess what? And then we're living life and we're making choices. And the purpose of shadow work is to bring us to oneness perspective, a oneness understanding, and a oneness place of operating from. So what that means is if we have these polarities that are bringing us out of alignment, if we have a polarity like I hate myself, right? That's bringing me out of alignment with my true nature, which is I am, (laughs) you know? It's not even I love myself, it's just I am. I am, and in that statement is inherent love and joy and beauty. So if I've got something that's bringing me out of alignment, If I let go, I'm going to find alignment. Now, the process of letting go is shadow work. And the process of letting go is what feels terrible, feels shitty. When I was sick a month ago, the reason that I was sick was because I was so angry. I was so angry and I hurt. I hurt that a person in my life that I absolutely adored and actually wanted to spend 
a really long time with. I'm not even going to go into how deep I was with that one. Um, oh, it was just, it was really a beautiful moment in time. And then when it ended, it was so crushing. And I felt that anger and I felt that shame, that sense of shame that someone had denied me, that someone had told me that I wasn't perfect as I am. And that brought me out of alignment. And so what I did from there was I had to just really focus on self-love. And I've been doing um, these really incredible meditations by uh, Dr. Joe Dispensia, I think is how you say his name. Um, look him up. In fact, I'm recommending this to literally every single person. It's surprising that I don't have like a billboard uh, that just tells everybody, go watch Rewired. It's a show on Gaia. So it's Gaia.com. And it's a show by Dr. Joe Dispensia. Um, and he talks all about how to get into alignment, essentially. So I downloaded a couple of his. I purchased a couple of his meditations. And I've been listening to them. Um, I got two. So I've been listening to one sometime during the day, usually in the morning, and one at night. And it's all about opening your heart and aligning your chakras. And he, in his show, Rewired, talks about how um, these chakras are legitimate physical energy centers in the body and how when we align them, um, you know, everything in our life starts to align because, uh, because it's our natural state. So he says it much more eloquently than I do. And he integrates medical science because he's a medical doctor. Um, he integrates mystical experiences. It's a really good show. So anyway, I've been loving those meditations. They have healed my body along with these two, this other process that I've been doing that I'm getting certified in called Accelerated Evolution, um, which is a series of different processes that dispel the charge around polarities and bring you into an enlightened state. Um, I can't really describe what these processes have done, but essentially those two things have healed my body. Um, and they've healed my, my heart, you know, and my mind. And, and it's bringing me to a place now where I feel, I feel happy again. I feel safe. Um, and I'm attracting new things into my life. So I'm going to give you a synopsis, uh, Synopsis? Yes, not synopsis. <laughs> not a brain synopsis, although maybe it'll connect some of that. I'm going to give you a synopsis of what alignment is. So alignment is letting your actions and your thoughts come into alignment with the same energy as your inner truth and your heart, right? So our heart carries our truth, not our emotional heart, but our higher heart. It's a direct portal to who we are. And our, our true heart isn't caught up in all of these emotions. Now, emotions aren't bad. They're an, a beautiful aspect of the human uh, experience. I love my emotions. I think they're so much fun. I ride them, you know, even, even the ones that are just like really hurtful. <laughs> but um, our heart, our true heart is actually beyond emotions. And if you sit down in meditation, and do you just give yourself some silence and just allow your awareness to be in your heart? Not, not um, thinking 
but just your awareness. Let it sit in your heart. And you will feel this sense of peace, this sense of, you know, inner expansion. You'll feel this alignment naturally start to happen, this openness. Um, For me, it's sort of this eternal, timeless space. And that is your true heart. So when you can find that frequency, that energy of your true heart, then, then from that place, you almost feel like you don't need to do anything. Now sit with that feeling because that feeling scares a lot of people when we're in this go, go, go place. If you sit with that feeling of open, expanded, and it may take months, you guys, and it's really nice that we've had, for so many of us, that we've had this ability to just be, you know, I know it's been hard on a lot of people, but we've had an opportunity too to go within, to do our shadow work, and to find what our heart center actually feels like, our true heart. So if you sit with it and let it take a month, let it take a year, or let it take a couple days, whatever it takes, sit with that space of the heart, that pure, timeless, expanded space. From there, your actions are, uh, that are what you're motivated into action for is going to feel so joyful. You're going to feel excited. You're going to feel motivated from excitement, from joy, from peace, um, ease. It's going to feel, you know, for me, it almost feels manic, but I can tell when I'm tipping the scale into that mania because my mind starts to get really like um, agitated. So then I move it back into the heart. Now, as I said earlier, when people first feel the sense of peace that the true heart brings, a lot of times they jump out of it and it freaks them out because they think, I don't wanna just do nothing. My life's gonna fall apart. I've gotta do something. And so they jump out of the heart space and then they start acting. And those actions are inherently out of alignment because it, you know, there's nothing motivating it but the mind. And the mind is just like, ah, the mind is problem solving. You know, the mind um, can, can kind of be guided to have a really high uh, frequency. But the way that our minds usually are, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's usually just like craziness, right? Like I said, manic. I can get to that manic place kind of um, quickly if I don't pay attention, if I'm, you know, not being self-aware. So when you sit in that place of the heart then your actions are going to feel heart-centered. Your actions are going to feel peaceful. They're going to feel exciting. You're going to just be like, you're going to have a lot of energy. You're going to want to drink life up. It's just everything feels good. And that is the state that I've been in for about three weeks now. Um, And it's amazing. It's ecstatic. I feel excited to be alive. I feel, yeah, I just, I have so many ideas that I want to implement, it is amazing. And it's an amazing feeling. So to go back to the original statement, alignment is bringing all of your actions, bringing your head, your thoughts into alignment with the truth of your heart, okay? And that peace is the truth of your heart. Even if that peace is like, yay, I wanna do all the things. So 
the issue is usually that we're taking action before we get into alignment with our heart or that we're avoiding taking action because we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, right? So a lot of times it boils down to action or non-action. And what we really want to do is if, if you're meeting an impasse in either side, get yourself familiar again with the heart space. Go back into the heart space and then feel that peace and see what you're motivated to do. And honestly, you might be like me. You might decide, I don't even want to do what I was doing before. Done. And I actually got myself to a place where I said, I don't even care if I open this course. If it doesn't feel in alignment, I just won't do it. And then I discovered, oh my God, actually I do want to teach it. I just don't want to teach all of that old stuff. And I was trying to um, teach that old stuff because I thought that was the only way to reach people. So now I think I'm going to offer this amazing course. I'm super stoked about it, but also I'm not attached. And so, you know, it's totally up to the universe. Like bring me the people that want to learn this. And if it's no one right now, that's also okay. I'd love for it to be a lot of people, but if it's no one right now, that's okay. Because most important to me is to be in alignment. That's very important to me. So I'll just leave you with this. Um, when you get into alignment, all of your action changes from I should do this to a deep, motivated desire to do something. So what's the difference between wanting to do something and having a desire to do something? When you want to do something, and you know, this is semantics, but I'm trying to explain an energy and not necessarily the words. So you might have different words, but when I have a desire to do something, it's fun. I'm excited about it. I'm motivated to do it. I feel free. I feel confident and I'm not attached to the results. I'm just excited to do it. Now, when I feel like I should do something or I want to do something, it's sort of this um, agitation. And at the basis of that agitation is feeling like I don't deserve, right? So, you know, before when I was doing this, um, opening this course, the motivation was I could feel it. I could feel how out of alignment it was. It was like, uh, I have to do this or else I'm not going to be able to be in business and people are going to think that I'm a slacker if I don't follow through. And it was all this negative stuff. And it was a lot of, um, you know, it was a lot of should. And it was sort of like, it just didn't feel good, right? But I was compelled. I was like, ah, you know, agitated. Um, and now, now that I'm in alignment, I'm excited. And I found that the reason that I didn't feel in alignment about the one before was not only what I was talking about in the course, but what I was focusing on. I'd lost focus on my book, on writing my second book. And so I made, you know, I basically, when I readjusted this course, I allowed myself to say, you know, this course is going to be in alignment with the book that I'm writing right now, because I can't jump back and forth from one to the other. I can't teach about something that brings my vibration down and then go over here and write this book that's really, really in alignment. I can't make that jump. And so it was making me avoid writing my book. It was making me feel like um, I couldn't do both at the same time. So I had to bring this course up 
in frequency to align it with my highest frequency so that I could also write my book at the same time. So bringing myself into alignment has made me feel so much more joyful and powerful, you know, and I know that no matter what, I'm going to have fun and no matter what, I'm going to be successful because I'm in alignment. I don't know how. I don't have all of the steps written out in my brain. Um, I've got a tentative plan, (laughs) you know, I've got ideas and I'm excited to do them, but no, I don't have like um, this attachment to the way that it needs to go. So, you know, it's so funny. I always get going on these podcasts and I think, oh, it's going to take like 15 minutes. I'm going to be done, but I end up talking and talking. So um, I hope that this has all really hit home. I hope it's resonated Um, I'd love to hear from you. I do love hearing from people who are listening to this podcast. I've been surprised over the past couple months that I've taken off to see that um, some weeks, you know, the podcast is getting more listens than when I recorded before. (laughs) So, uh, So it's still doing well. I'm glad that I took time off. I needed to get that time for myself to be in alignment And like I said, I've got a couple episodes coming up where I'm going to be doing interviews with some new people in my life. Super excited about those. Also, if you want to join the Ecstatic Playground, let me tell you a little bit about that. Um, It's an eight-week course. We're going to be, um, let's see, I'm opening registration probably right around when I release this podcast. So I'm opening registration on, let's see, what's today? Um, 19, 20, 21st. I'm opening it on September 21st. Uh, the doors close on October 3rd, I believe. Um, so it's an eight week course. We're going to be diving into learning about how to connect our sexuality and our spirituality as a means to be able to play with our sexual energy, to really feel playful because when we um, have all the shadow work, we can't play, you know, when we haven't, uh, gotten rid of the shame, we can't play. So the purpose of this whole course is to get everyone to being playful with their sexuality. And I feel like this is super important. A lot of, a lot of times I question, why am I, you know, talking about sexuality when the world is going through all of these changes? Um, I'm talking about sexuality because that integration, my sexual and spiritual self has been the hugest, I would say second, I would say second hugest um, jump in my life in terms of, uh, you know, bringing me into alignment with who I am as a spiritual being here in human form. The first was my awakening. My initial awakening was crazy and amazing. Um, And then, you know, coming into alignment with my sexuality took some time and work and now it's just it's a totally different world um you know I was in a place before where I couldn't even I just couldn't have sex if I was in a spiritually aligned place because I felt like um I don't I was just so separate I was so separate to where now um I am so playful with my sexuality. First of all, I know how to feed myself. Um, I'm single right now. I'm not dating anyone. And for that reason, I have learned so much about how to feed myself and how to not outsource my 
my personal feeding and my pleasure. And, you know, I'm learning a lot about like all of the love chemicals, you know, and oxytocin and, and how it actually heals our body to be in these um, high vibrational states of self-love and self-pleasure. And um, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of diving into that. So this course in particular, we're going to be going over the erotic blueprints, which is something that I just finished certification for. So the erotic blueprints is um, really cool. You should look it up online. It's a, or you can ask me actually, I, I will link it in the show notes for this. I have a, a quiz that you can take now because I'm a certified coach, uh, which was like seven months training. <laughs> it's been a really intense ride getting that training certificate, um, for that course. So anyway, you can test and see what your erotic blueprint is. So it's essentially five different, um, blueprint types. They're sort of like the love language, uh, love languages, but they're for your eroticism. So they help you understand the way that you function within the erotic world. So we're going to be diving into what those are, what the shadow sides of each of those blueprint types are specifically. So the five blueprints are energetic, sensual, sexual, um, kinky, and shapeshifter. So those are the five. And one of the erotic blueprint types is sexual. And a lot of spiritual people have shadows there um, and also in the kinky realm. So we're going to be going into the shadows of all of those, but I'm going to be really highlighting some of the shadows that people who are more in the spiritual realm are dealing with. And then we're going to get into the play. We're going to get into the communication skills. We're going to get into the self-pleasure techniques. Um, we're going to be getting into all of that stuff so that you can really light yourself up, communicate to a partner if you have a partner on how they can light you up and how you can light them up. It's really phenomenal stuff. So anyway, if you're interested, you can go to my website, um, click under, let's see, it's allisonholly.com and it's under um, courses. That's what it is. So click on work with me in the courses and you can sign up for that. I do have a payment plan for those of you who want to be able to work it out. So if you want to be in there, get in there. And if there's a financial, you know, um, impasse for you, I want you to let me know because if you want to be in there, I want you in there and we will work out a payment plan for you. All right. All that being said, I love you guys. Um, get in touch with me. You know, tell me how you're doing. Tell me what you want to hear from me on this podcast. And yeah, just, just check in. Um, lots of love to all of you. The world is going in a good direction. I know it looks messy, but that's what happens when we do our collective shadow work and bring forth a completely new era. All right. Talk to you all soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today to the True Creator Podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode for any links to all the helpful information I've mentioned here today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or whatever platform you're tuning in on. Also, head on over to my website at allisonholly.com where you can receive a free guided meditation for healing sexual shame by subscribing to my newsletter. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.